0: Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I am Dana K. White. I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love or even like cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 356. And I think I'm gonna call it, so having lots of containers wasn't the answer. So I am talking today to one of my Patreon members and, uh, Megan has lots of containers and found out that lots of containers isn't the answer. And I completely relate because I once upon a time thought that lots of containers or the perfect container was the answer to all of my problems. Turns out I was not using containers correctly. And once I started using them correctly, then I found out I didn't need anywhere near the number of containers that I thought I needed, or even that I already had. So anyway, we are talking about that. We're talking about what to do when you have too many containers, how to go through the process when you know that the end result is going to be getting rid of actual containers, how to go through the process of tackling uh, an overwhelming space. Um, We talk about you know, just the lack of storage space and legitimate storage needs. And and look at that. What I loved about Megan is so many times she'd be telling me the story and she's like, uh, yeah, I think I figured out my own answer. Like sometimes it just, it, sometimes it just takes talking about it or really stopping to say, okay, so yes, I'm overwhelmed by this problem or this situation or this space, but I'm going to stop and say, okay, this is what I'm dealing with. This is the reality. And then that helps to reveal, you know, the answers. Um, okay. So we are going to talk about that for those of you who would like to apply to do a strategy session. I would love to have you as a member of our Patreon group. So you can go to Patreon dot com slash a slob comes clean and, uh, find out more there about joining our Patreon community. Also, just want to remind y'all that I now have a certification program for decluttering coaches. So go to declutteringcoaches.com and find out more about what it means to be a decluttering coach if that's something that you're interested in. All right. And hopefully soon I'll be saying, hey, if you need a decluttering coach, I've got some listed there. So, anyway, I'm super proud of that and excited about it, excited to have it going. But we're kind of in the beginning, beginning parts. So, we do have at least one coach listed. So y'all go overwhelm her. That would be great. Um, that has made it through the, uh, training course. She was very excited to be number one. So, all right. I will talk to, oh, what? I'm not at the end yet. Okay. <laughs> all right. So here's my conversation with Megan. All right. So tell me, um, a little bit about yourself. Tell me, uh, what is your unique life situation. Um,
1: well, so I, uh, live on about 16 acres with, um, we live on a tree farm and my husband does custom waterfalls and landscapes. And so he owns his own business and we moved uh, about five years ago and our two daughters were really small. And the reason that I came upon you is I moved from a like 22,000, you know, 2200 square foot house, normal ranch house To We moved to less than 1200 square feet. Um, we got the land, which is wonderful, but we, you know, sacrificed a little in the home and I have three kids now. So they are eight, six, and three, um, just turned three. So, uh, two boys and a girl, and I helped my husband at home, but with some bookwork and stuff like that, but otherwise I'm just mom. So that is just so mom. cool. So a tree farm is, is that Christmas trees or? So, well, I mean, it's, it, we have deciduous, so apple and plum and that kind of stuff that we get in, but then we also, so that we purchased the property for the fact that it had, trees already grown on it and actually was the front half of my husband's mentor who taught him how to build waterfalls. It's his front half of his property. So he grew uh, big ponderosas. Um, So we have really large ponderosa pines. And then we also have some blue spruce, some Austrian, things like that. But we normally, we don't do like Christmas trees. We do them for like on the jobs and, um, or just sell to, you know, people want them planted and things like that.
0: So, Do they grow in the ground and then you dig them up and replant them somewhere else? Correct. Yeah. Some of the ones that uh, we have, like, just we
1: have little tiny ones because we just want to keep growing and growing. And there's ones that are in the containers, but most of them are all in the ground. And then we dig them burlap that, like,
0: get Mm -hmm. them bald and burlapped essentially. And then, yep. And then go and plant them. That's really cool. And I can see how that would go really well with the landscaping of the exactly. waterfall features and stuff. And then also putting the trees in around that.
1: Yeah, exactly. So we also have the room because we were in the city. We didn't have any room for equipment and trucks and things like that. And so now we have the room and the space and, um. and honestly, I was a city girl. I didn't know I was going to like it. And it kind of became our only option. It was kind of my last resort and then became our only resort. And uh, I love it. The kids can go out and play. They can, we don't have to worry. I mean, we're really tucked back away from our very rural dirt
0: road. Like it's awesome. So that's great. I just came home. So we talked right before we got, before we started recording, you and I talked about how I had like rushed in at the last minute and I was like, oh, I thought my son was, off of work and, um, would be here. And then I look and he's, uh, got his car with his kayak out in the pond. And I'm like, yeah, (sighs) yeah,
1: that's a, we have a pond too. I mean, we have like a big pond that we go paddleboarding on and we can go, we stocked it so we can go fishing and it's just, uh, I mean, it is, it's,
0: I know. And relax. I, I feel bad because I, there were so many years there. That was like my big dream. And so like, I don't want, you know what I mean? I don't know. I may never <laughs> take that out, but you know what I mean? Like I, <laughs> it is. I mean, I, sometimes I just go oh, and it's beautiful outside right now, which it's not always, but it is right now. And it's yeah. just yeah. like, Oh, this is just, thank you. It's so peaceful. It, is, yeah. super it peaceful. is. It is. It's, it's so cool. lovely. Okay. Yeah. Um, and my husband, it's funny because I felt like I always knew I would love the country. And my husband is the one who's surprised. Because he didn't oh, really? know I would love the country. He's like, I wasn't sure how you'd be, and you like love it. And I'm like, I know, yeah. I do. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, it's it was always. I mean, there was a lot of checking in of like, how you doing? Is this yeah. okay? And I'm, it's actually, I love it. We got involved with the school that's out here okay. uh really quickly, which was big for me. I met people. I met you know parents, and that was all I needed because I'm. I'm a people person, so I yeah. think that's what was worrying me. But yeah, we met people. It's you have kids, so it's not like you're seeing people all the time anyway. But right, um, yeah. So that's it was, It's awesome.
0: I love it. Okay, well, let's talk about cleaning, decluttering, all that. So, tell me a strategy that has been working well for you that's had a big impact on your home. So i I don't know if it's necessarily a strategy, but I would say when you
1: talked about the clutter threshold that was what really clicked for me Mm -hmm. because I think that I always just thought I can't, I just can't manage. I can't keep things organized. I can't, you know, I, as everyone talks about, it was always, I thought I had to be organized and you too, and I had to be organized. And that's what, that's what I'm missing. And then when you talked about clutter threshold. At first I was like, "Oh, but tell me exactly how I need to do that." And then give me a it, quiz to take to tell me yes, what my clutter threshold exactly. is exactly. Yes. Give yeah. me step by steps and then I'm good. But then when you, you know, when you talked about like when you get to that point, you'll know. And I I've definitely gotten to that point in places. And I think it also helped me to not compare because I always was comparing like my mother-in-law has a very high clutter threshold and she can keep things she has a lot of things but she can keep them organized and nice and neat and tidy and i just didn't know why i couldn't do that like i wasn't working hard enough whatever and then when i realized like no it's just i have a super low clutter threshold i can't handle this much stuff i need to get rid of stuff it was
0: like ah. <laughs> yeah it is and for those who are listening if you're new around here your clutter threshold is the point at which you have more stuff than you personally can keep under control easily. So it's not about your preference. It's not about visually what you like for something to look like. It's literally about you and how much stuff you can handle. And if you have more stuff than that, there's really no hope of it being under control. And I think that's one of those things I've thought so much about lately is like you were saying, I thought I needed to be organized. I thought I needed to be like this. It's like so many I feel like the way I was going about things before that never worked was I was like, okay, I need to be different from what I am. Right. And yet, yes, I wanted my house to be different, but I never achieved my house being different until I accepted the way I actually am. And once I accepted how I am, how I operate, what I am not capable of, then my house was different where all the times before I was like, I've got to change. I've got to change it was never different.
1: Yeah. Um, And I think it'll kind of go into, it'll go into a question that I have, but like, that was the, that was the thing that was like, you know, I think also, I don't know if I feel like decluttering wasn't something that was always like talked about. It was always organization and there was all these different people and I was watching all the things and reading all the books and some of it helped, but then some of it, just most of it was just this isn't working. Something's not clicking. Something's not right. So once I and figured- now that
0: you understand clutter threshold, it's very likely that some of those ideas that maybe you tried and they didn't work might actually work for you in a format now with the amount of stuff that you have. You know, like if it's just something that you prefer or you like or you want the look of that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I've realized like cube shelving is like a godsend for me, but it needs to be done in the right way for me to be able to, like, be able to handle it, essentially.
0: Yeah. And cube shelving is not a way to be able to have more stuff. No,
1: no. It's, and honestly, it's more about, it is more about, like, organizing the stuff that I have so that it's not all on the floor Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I need to, and I, and I found you through Cass from Clutterbug, Mm -hmm. and, and she did help because I think she does have, thankfully, good ideas for like I'm a visual I'm a but like I'm a butterfly I I need stuff out but I need it really macro I need it and I need way less stuff which is what I you know learned for you yeah. but everything needs to go vertically and because I've always just like now and it and still a little bit like I just have things on the
0: floor which is annoying but <laughs> yeah yeah so you have to have a place to put it but exactly. less stuff is how that actually is achievable yeah and yeah. even and doing even more than i think i need to do so yeah getting rid of even more you mean yeah oh well, yes. absolutely yeah going farther let's talk about one of our sponsors ritual gaps in the diet shouldn't be ignored did you know that over 97% of women aged 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin d from their diet and 95% are not getting their recommended daily intake of key omega 3s these are things That a lot of us are concerned about, and that is why I love Ritual Vitamins. Ritual is committed to third-party testing from USP and the Non-GMO Project, traceable and vegan-friendly ingredients, and always clear communication, no shady stuff. Ritual just released Symbiotic Plus, a gut health supplement with clinically studied prebiotics, probiotics, and a postbiotic all in one minty capsule. Just one delayed release symbiotic plus capsule per day supports your gut with all the quality and traceability you'd expect from ritual. What I love most about ritual vitamins is they just show up in my mailbox once a month. I like to keep up with good habits and this automates having the thing that I need to be able to keep up with this good habit. Right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash clean and turn healthy habits into a ritual. That's 10% off at ritual.com slash clean. Okay, so what's something else that's worked well for you that's had a big impact on your home?
1: Um, I, I know everybody's, the dishes, the dishes, because... I do think I realized that the kitchen is definitely, it's it's really the first thing you see when we walk in our home because our home is just kind of open um, with the living room and kitchen. And it's like, so all you see is the kitchen pretty much when you walk in. And I think the other biggest thing was that I get really stuck of, like, okay, I've got all these things to do. Like, what do I do? What do I do? Mm-hmm. And when you were like, just do the dishes. Okay, do the dishes. Like, the, and even if it's like, okay, there's none in the sink, but I got to unload the dishwasher. And then, oh, there is some s- dishes all around the house. Like, I need to I have kids. Like, they got to, I got to pick up those. It's just that nice, like, start here,
0: you know? Like, no need to reinvent on. the system every day. Right. Which- When you're in a point where you're feeling overwhelmed and you're feeling like nothing I'm doing is working, it feels like you have to reinvent it every day, but knowing there's no need to reinvent, just start with the dishes every time. And for you, that's great because that means you're, you know, kind of checking off dishes and the visibility rule at the same time.
1: Yeah. 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 Honestly, I mean. It's and and I would say, you know, it's just the way that our house is structured. So I did really focus when I started on the kitchen and the living room because that's obvious I mean Mm -hmm. it's everybody's, but like it's just so nice because if I do walk in and it's a clean countertops and clean sink, it's just it is it it makes a huge difference that you never would think until you do it and you realize, oh, oh, okay. This makes (laughs) sense. (laughs) This is why.
0: Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Okay. So look, what's a question or situation you want to talk about? So
1: going back to thinking that I needed to organize, Mm -hmm. I actually, I started, um, I won't say, but there was a company that you can Mm -hmm. get organization and it's kind of the multi-level marketing company. And Mm -hmm. um, I thought I'll, I'll do that so that I can start to get all these organization, Things. So I have too many containers because of that. So, my question, and a lot of it is toys. A lot of them now I've pared down, but a lot of the containers I still have are toys, which tend to end up to be that toy box chest kind of thing that's just a miscellaneous storage. Yes. A hundred percent. And I guess I don't know exactly where. Because say it's magnetiles and they're in five different boxes or t- whatever storage, bo- whatever. I don't know where to start because it feels like, okay, take it there now, but it's, and I know that, but so I don't know exactly where to start with those t- having too many containers because I need to take away some containers. Yeah. yeah. Which means um, decluttering toys as well.
0: Yeah. So what I would do in that situation, is even though it's, it's, sometimes it's like, I know where my big hangup is going to be. It's going to be not pulling everything out. It's going to be, you know, I, I know I've got too many things and it's just kind of starts to feel ambiguous. So where I like to come in on that is say, I'm going to follow the steps, even though I don't think all the steps are necessary in this situation, I'm going to go through them anyway, just to give me a process to follow. Okay. So starting with that and saying, without pulling everything out, I'm, and whether you do this with your kids or on your own, you know, it depends on how y'all do things, yeah. but starting looking for trash, like starting looking for excess trash, starting looking for trash, like, you know, within the bins themselves, bins, right. or I'm assuming canvas type bags or whatever. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, but yeah, <laughs> like, So, so, you know, kind of not pulling things out, but you know, you can kind of shift a little bit and, you know, we're not going for perfect here. We're not going for every last thing before I move to the next step, just as a way, because remember the purpose of that is first of all, to get you moving. Okay. Which it sounds like you're kind of looking at this as an overwhelming situation and getting started is what's really hard because you know, it's going to be difficult down the line. Right. Yeah. 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 So so that gets you started it also as you're looking for trash even if you think there's no way there's trash in here as you do that you're seeing what's in these things your brain may register oh i forgot we had this whole category of toys i forgot that there was a birthday a couple years ago where we got six different sets of magnetiles or whatever right. uh, you know and so it just starts to register in your brain, you know, what you're actually dealing with, because that's where you are right now as you're stuck, not knowing what am I going to do? And so instead it gives me something to do, even when I don't know what to do, you know,
1: right? Yeah. and then
0: easy stuff, meaning like things that have established homes that are definitely, you know, either not in this room or five feet over that way or whatever, two feet, yeah. um, just work through that process, D- donations, anything, you know, Oh, wait, this is, a toddler toy, and I can't remember your youngest is three. Is that right? He's three, but like we do have some baby toys that I yeah. found. and like yeah. Okay. So it's like you're just pulling that out, but you're doing all that with zero commitment or decision making. That mm-hmm. is so key, is because you're gonna go ahead and make progress before you've ever had to make a single hard decision. And then when it gets to the decision time, which the steps take you through that anyway, when you get to the decisions to be made in step four you have already made progress. Like you now know what you're dealing with. You're ready to go with that. So, um, step four, you know, would be going through and asking yourself the questions, you know, as much as you can through those things with things, staying in there, Containers, because at this point you're just pulling things out, right? You're either putting it in the right one or you're pulling it out, but you're not pulling it out to actually deal with it. Meaning, like, not, yeah. not just setting it out aside, right? And then the key step is going to be that last step of make it fit, and the first part of that, which is consolidating, because, like you said, you have magnetiles. Is that what they're called? Because they were after my kids, and so I don't. Is that? I what mean, it was?
1: yeah, I think yeah, they're okay, the magnetiles. Yeah, and I don't want to be saying some weird ones- words. Yeah, no, those are the okay. ones that just tend to like spread. Okay. Just like Legos or
0: puzzle
1: pieces okay. that just yeah. spread.
0: <laughs> so, as you're doing that, you now have an idea of which container was probably at some point supposed to be the magnetile container because you've been in those containers, right? And so, you yeah. know that while there are magnetiles in every single one of these containers, there are the most in this one over here. And so, you start putting Things in that one. Okay. So as you come across yeah. them, that's the one. And you do that consolidating as you go without pulling everything out. And then as you do that, you're also going to start to realize, oh, this is full of magnetiles, you know, and it's got to be gone. You know, like we we've yeah. got to limit it at this point. So that in and of itself is going to help because there's something about touching it, especially with toys, that helps you. If you're the one doing the decluttering, or if your kids are the ones, you know, coming along and helping to make decisions, just touching things and then acknowledging the realities of the space and putting them together helps you realize how many you have of something that maybe it's a excessive number, um, or I'm touching this item and it just registers when I go, okay, where would I look for it first? And I'm like, wait a minute, you know, yes, I knew I had it in reality. I'm never going to play with this, you know? And so it just kind of naturally does that. So. Following those steps in these overwhelming situations is key.
1: Yeah. So you would say like, start with one container and just...
0: I mean, you can do it either way. So what I'm picturing, I am picturing a room that has an excessive number of containers and the whole room to you is overwhelming, right? Correct. So things can get
1: put away, but then it's like, it feels cluttered.
0: I am picturing as a room, like trash as a, as a room, you know, and I don't know how big the space is or whatever, if this is even possible, but you could do item by item, but I'm like, if you're wanting to consolidate things into thing and you're wanting to get rid of things, just look at overall trash in the room and look without dumping anything out, look in this container. Is there any trash in here? I pull that trash out next container, any trash in there, pull that out next container trash. Okay. Now I'm going to look for easy stuff as a whole in the room, in the different containers, Because as you do that, you're going to lessen the amount of stuff in all the containers, which is going to give you a much better idea of. Oh yeah, I don't need all of these because this could, you know, be like that. And I think that you said, you know, it still looks messy. It's because the room itself is a container, and you know this. But the room itself is a container, and it has too many of these containers. I'm saying that word a lot (laughs) in it for that room to stay under control. So right, yeah.
1: yeah, that's exactly right. Like I again. Everything can get put away, but then there's bags upon totes upon this that are just piled on the
0: floor or whatever. And so all also- it's outside the limits of the reality of that space with that Correct. space needing to have the top priority use of that space needs to be play area, right? Yes, and so exactly. if there are things on the floor that don't fit in an actual place, then that's taking up it places.
1: Exactly. And it's like cramping the room. There's not any room to play. And also I think it's overwhelming for my kids. They don't, they don't know where anything is. So if they want to play with this certain playset, I mean, it's all over. It's just not helping them either. I mean, we just have too many toys, but it's just not helping them
0: either. Which is your kid's clutter threshold, right? Like, so, so it's your kid's clutter threshold that this is not, a system that's working for them because there are the different things that they need for one thing are in all these different places. And they're in all these different places because there's more stuff than they can handle easily putting away. And so it's like less, 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 less is going to be the goal until you get there. So as you're going through this, your goal is to get rid of as much as you can. It's not yeah. just to sort and put in new places. It's, I'm going through these five steps with the idea, with knowing. I've got to get rid of stuff. we yeah. got to have less in here because it is over my kid's clutter threshold because they can't maintain it. Exactly. That makes, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Do I solve all your problems? Yes. Done. <laughs> We're done. We're done. Okay. Oh, thank you. Let's talk about one of our sponsors, Butcher Box. I love the holidays. Some of my favorite activities include time with my side of the family for the weekend before Christmas and Christmas day with my husband's side of the family. I also love all the holiday cooking that happens this time of year. So one of my favorite traditions is that when we are with my family, the big meal is chicken fajitas and the men prepare that meal for us as we celebrate Christmas. When it comes to prepping for holiday meals, things can get daunting. But I also love the time I get to spend with my family, just getting ready for the big meals. And then to have all our family around the table together, that's the icing on the cake, right? Or the salsa on the fajita, whatever. (laughs) ButcherBox helps to make holiday meals a little less stressful. Plus they're such an incredible value. You can enjoy a range of high quality cuts that are hard to come by at the grocery store at an amazing value, exclusive member deals. So you can save big on your favorite cuts recipe inspiration, guides, tips, and hacks. Some of them are even personalized. So you can cook up mouthwatering meals. I have loved the chicken breasts that we've gotten from ButcherBox. I love that they are individually packaged and arrive at my house already frozen. So I can just put them straight into the freezer. The holiday season is made better and tastier with ButcherBox. For a limited time, they're offering our listeners ground beef for life and $10 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slob and use code slob to get 10% off your first box and ground beef for the life of your membership. That's butcherbox.com slob and use code slob to claim this deal. Okay, what's something else you want to talk about?
1: So I would say uh, my second question would be when we moved in, there is a lack of closets here. So the only closets in our house are in the bedrooms. There's three bedrooms and um, they're not very big. And so those are pretty much closed closets the biggest issue I have is with coats. And so we're in Colorado and it's th- it's weird. Weather is weird here. So okay. it will be, today is almost 60. It'll be 30 tomorrow. And and it can do that in a day. So it's layers. And okay. so I don't want to make an excuse, but like we do need different yeah. types of, clo- of coats. And so we don't have a coat closet. So it tends to be, we've hung up a lot of hooks. There's hooks in our bedroom. My husband and I's bedroom. There's hooks in our laundry hallway we have, but then, and there's hooks by the front door for some of the kids' clothes, but they just get so piled with, Mm. you you know, there's four coats per hanger. So I don't know if there's another, I, I definitely think we could pared down some coats, but it's also just this lack. So I didn't know if you have any ideas for.
0: Let's talk through it with the understanding that I live in Texas. Right. I know. I we mean, think and... thought about
1: that. Like, so So, so uh, but yeah, that but... would be nice, but right. And I, and I, and I will say, I've kind of, I mean, because, because we were going to have this, I've kind of started to think like, yeah, on my own, obviously. Okay. Well, and tell me I, what you've been thinking. So my thought is So we have a lot of like sweat jackets and zip ups and uh, hoodies and things like that. Those that are more like just to grab and throw on and, and go versus, you know, and then we have snow coats and snow bibs for when it is snowing. And I think the the issue is that things are kind of everywhere. So um, we also have a closet that is in the children's room because of so many toys is hard to get to. Mm. And I think that some of the coats that we don't use as often, like the nice dress up coats, um, even the snow bibs and coats we don't use very often, honestly, that maybe they could go in there. So there's just less, it just feels so cluttered with like four or five on each hook. If that makes sense.
0: You did a really good job solving your problem. (laughs) I I thought about (laughs) it and I'm like, I probably solve my own problem. I mean, so so the general strategy, the rule is if there is something that you legitimately have to have, first of all, it deserves storage space in your house. It's not easy because you don't have a lot of storage space, but it can start to feel like I don't have any. And then like you just said, actually, I do. It's just that I'm already overwhelmed with that room. And so it feels like it's not. So it's almost like the function of that room that has all the toys in it is to play in and to live in. And part of living in Colorado is having a place for your coats. And so it's like, I am going to declutter that room with the purpose being kids will have space to play and I will easily be able to access that closet. You know, to get yeah. those things out of there. And then going through that process, and also, like, when was the last time you purposefully went through and decluttered coats?
1: Probably before the summer, like the end of last season, okay. thinking, okay. like, do just you store people. them away? Do you store them away completely we, all summer? We do. So okay. we, I do have a big storage bag that I'll put our snow bibs, our heavy, heavy coats, and things like that in for the summer. Mm -hmm. And so we just pulled those back out, which is what it's kind of coming up. And I think because I'm not replacing that bag, like I'm not putting like summer jackets or do do you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, Mm -hmm. but that is something that we're not using as many of the sweatshirts and like zip ups and hoodies and things like that, that maybe that's also another
0: option. Yeah. To kind of switch out Um, some that we use. I mean, summer stuff naturally takes up less space. It just does. Right, right, right. But this is only getting harder as your kids get bigger because then their clothes are bigger too. So it's kind of like, okay, let's really focus on this right now. And then the you mentioned something about hoodies and sweatshirts to throw on. Thank you for saying that. My family. This is a random thing. My kids. (laughs) call. And if this is you, I will apologize and say, I'm the (laughs) one who's weird, but they call sweatshirts, sweaters, and jackets. And I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. There are sweatshirts and there are hoodies and there are jackets and they are all completely different things. And when you say the wrong word, it confuses me. Anyway, (laughs) I'm sorry. My husband with blankets and quilts, he calls any blanket a quilt. And I'm like, Totally different things. No, hundred percent. I Thank agree. You. With you. Yes. No.
1: No. Like this is a a sweatshirt. Yes, it's it is. Like, I, a, an item of clothing, yes. and I would say like a hoodie, a jacket, a zip yes. up, is yes. something you put
0: over this. Yes, <laughs> so, exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry but, for yeah, that. Of random. Thing. Like, <laughs> duh. It really. I'm like, <laughs> how have I not taught you the difference between <laughs> a jacket and a sweatshirt and a sweater? Anyway. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say something and you are free to say, Dana, you're just being mean or whatever. <laughs> okay. How is laundry for you? Mm, not great. Okay. Not great. Because I feel like the sweatshirts and sweaters and jackets might be a laundry issue. And I only mean that because yeah. those are things that get laundered more often than coats And because, because they, you know, like coats can get cleaned, but aren't necessarily laundered, at least in Texas, you know, we don't know.
1: I mean, even the snow coats, they're just going to go back out in the snow and get really muddy. and And
0: so the other things feel like laundry. And so the kids taking them off can end up throwing them here or randomly thinking, Oh, I can wear this again and setting it here. And so it just, so then it feels like we don't have enough. So then it Feels like I need to grab more or keep more because I don't have enough, but ultimately that feeling comes down to laundry routine issues.
1: No, I think you're a hundred percent correct. I'm I, sorry. That, no, it makes total sense. It's no, it's it's perfect because you're right with the kids, and they're grabbing sweatshirts and they will are hoodies and they will wear them a couple of times in a row. But then yes, they're getting thrown in the laundry, they're getting thrown or they do, they spell something on them. They're getting, you know, mm-hmm. and I also would say my husband and it, this one's harder because it's his, but mm-hmm. he has a lot of uh jackets with like his company logo mm-hmm. on them and things like that. And a lot of them are zip ups and hoodies and things like that, that he he has too many. I mean, he, and he knows that he does. So we've already talked about like, maybe we can just keep
0: a couple out. Yeah.
1: And maybe the first thing I would do is
0: declutter those, like just try to be ruthless with those. So we've, we've got the understanding that you're going to have a place for your big coats and snowsuits and stuff, because you're going to Declutter the toy room, right? Yes. Like, yeah. Like that's that's the first key with with the identity of the room in mind, being a play space and a storage area for kids' coats, right? Right. Because of this is the reality of our house. We don't have a lot of spaces. Yeah. This is the space I need it to be accessible and usable. Um. Yeah. So we declutter that space. Then go ahead and declutter what you already know, knowing that you have too many. Go ahead and declutter what you already know to be the least favorite or the tiny bit too small or the weird zipper or the itchy place on the hood, on your neck or whatever, you know, like go ahead and get rid of those just to make it a little bit less, which makes you a little bit less overwhelmed and then start really focusing in on that laundry routine, which will then increase your confidence and your husband's confidence in the fact that, Oh, once all the clothes are clean consistently, Mm -hmm. then it's like your brain switches to, oh, okay, now I fully grasp and understand how many I have. But as long as some are in dirty clothes, some are in transition of this, some are in clean clothes that haven't been put away yet, some are in the things, then it's all kind of this ambiguous feeling of, I probably have too many, but I'm not for sure, for sure. I never have total confidence that I'm going to have everything I need totally clean. And so and so it's just kind of like they're on all these different places and it doesn't feel easy to your brain to think of getting rid of it. And then it feels like, okay, that plus the fact that we have little storage and we live in a cold climate makes it all feel impossible. So it's like, that's how to tackle it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. Totally. Have you given laundry day a try? I have. And when
1: I was good about it, <laughs> I w- when I was good about it, it, it was good. The hard part is, and I would say sometimes it's like laundry two days. But oh, you know, that's, yeah, maybe. of course. But I am in a season right now. <laughs> my this with, I mean, it's just silly. But like you, you get sick and then work oh, are yeah. recovering from that, and then it's holidays and all this. Yeah. And so right now it is an issue. Yeah. Um, and I think that my hardest part is. Sometimes I have to like stop everything and help my husband with something, call people, do something. And so it is kind of hard to have like, okay, this is the day. This is all I'm going to focus on. But I have been able to do it over two days, even with those Mm -hmm. weird distractions that um, it does feel, I mean, I remember texting my girlfriends one time, like, I know this is silly, but I just got my laundry done and all done in one day. And they were like, that is amazing. I mean,
0: it's just like, I would, I would focus on. Yeah, yeah. I would focus on seeing if you can work that again. If it's been a while, sometimes it's like, oh, okay, now this is how it can work into the, it may not be the same day that it was before. It may not, you know, it might be, um, adult clothes on one day and kids clothes on another or something like that, but some kind of a routine to give laundry an end, which then gives you a much better understanding of what you really do have.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Because I I know when I'm not doing well when my drawers are starting to empty
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're
1: not like really empty and then I know like hmm, okay there's the yeah. there's the clean laundry that just needs to get put away because that's always everyone's issue is oh, the yeah. yes, that's the least
0: fun away. part of all yeah. of it I think <laughs> yep
1: yep
0: okay yeah I don't feel like I had any good news for you there though
1: no it's no it's great because I think also it's just good to hear like. Mm, you need to do this (laughs) yeah no it's good I think it's great
0: (laughs) okay what's something else you want to talk about
1: um so I would say again it kind of goes along with the kids a lot of their art supplies I have actually contained the hard part is just um there's kind of a lack of space to do it and we ended up uh pulling out we had a dining room table but we almost don't have a dining room. We have to use part of our dining room Mm -hmm. as an office. And so it became a, uh, just a clutter zone. It just Mm -hmm. became a place to stack stuff. We never ate there. We have an Island that we eat at. And so we ended up putting it outside to use, but that was kind of our art space. Mm -hmm. And so it's helped because it has opened up some more area. We don't, I don't always hit my husband every time I go into the bedroom when he's in his <laughs> office chair. So um, it's good, but there's kind of now a lack of all of that stuff was stored underneath the table, which was actually very yeah. convenient. And now there's nowhere. Okay. And again, it might go back to that
0: issue of cleaning out the closet. But I mean, if it's something that your kids love and actually use, then yeah, it deserves space in your home. And that can make Cleaning out that room and space easier, right? Because you're like, oh no, this is something they really do use. This deserves priority space. Yeah. So you can evaluate everything in that I in that room according to this doesn't deserve space in here as much as this craft stuff that they really do love to have. You know, yeah. it's like once you start to look at things side by side and you're like, magnetiles, everyone's and I'm I'm just saying that because it's it, a word that stuck I know that's everything. just a yeah. right. <laughs> but, but, like, magnetiles, something that my kids get super into twice a year and get obsessed with playing with this and building things. And I'm always so excited, and then they forget about them and they don't play with it for six months. and then, blah, 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 it's like versus every single time we get out the markers and the paper and the scissors they are completely occupied for hours like those those two things is what that's what you're comparing and yeah, so you're like absolutely. do magnetiles deserve space in this room that we have for toys and activities for my kids or do these things that are guaranteed every time because the reality is i think Magnetiles is going to be mad at me because i'm saying this but <laughs> that, that is just the it word just easy, it was an easy example yeah <laughs> it's a word that keeps coming in my mind because my kids <laughs> never had them but magnetiles, it's like, okay, yes, they play with them like crazy every once in a while, but they don't. Other times, they're not going to miss them. They are going to, and they might, okay, they might really be their favorite thing. This is only an example, but they, yeah. you know, they might play with them at their cousin's house or their friend's house, like who is obsessed with it and therefore has it out to play with all the time. And it's like, okay, they can get their magnetile fix there. And then this is the thing, you know, so it's like when you start comparing the two items, both have value. Nobody's saying that either of them don't have value. Both of them are great toys, great learning, blah, blah, whatever, but I can't have both. And so if I have to make a choice, which one deserves space over the other?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, again, I think it's just like, I kind of hit that point and I thought, oh, we're really good.
0: And then it was like, Oh, gotta go a little further, you know, like
1: well, it feels circumstances good.
0: change and life changes and yeah. you're in a different kind of house and your husband's business grows and he needs different things in his space. Yeah. And yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think that part of it was like so overwhelmed that when they could put all their toys away, cause they had the containers that felt good, right? They could, they could easily put them away. So that was nice. And now I'm realizing, yes, but they they don't play with their toys now because they don't know what's wet and where, where, and where stuff is. And, you know, and, and like, you know, like moving around stuff and now we don't have a table to yeah. do it on, obviously that changes things. So it's just starting to kind of think about how to keep doing
0: it. I guess two things that I hope I remember <laughs> Okay. So one of them is something I've been talking about with my decluttering coaches that I've been training. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that is that difference between the focus time when you are implementing a system, kind of like what you did there with, you know, Mm -hmm. all the containers that they needed, they could put everything away that versus the reality of everyday life. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, there is one thing that's achievable in a moment where like, this is the time I am doing this thing. But what we actually have to be going for is how does this function in every single day life when I don't have an hour to focus on the playroom or whatever, do you know what I mean? Like that right there, real life function has to win Mm -hmm. over that thing. And so you, even though You even may be thinking, oh, we can do this because I'm super focused. As it fails, you go, okay, well, then it was over a clutter threshold. All Mm -hmm. right. Good information to have. Now I'm going to go back to the space knowing that was not maintainable. And this Mm -hmm. time I'm going to get rid of more. And then if it fails again, great, great information. Thank you. I'm going to go back to this space and get rid of even more because it's over my and my kids clutter threshold. Okay. Yeah. Other thing I was going to say. I don't talk a lot about things you should buy and I'm not necessarily saying you should, but I got them for, um, my dad and my brother at different times. And they both have been like, where did you get that? I have to get another one. This was the best gift I've ever been given. Even though when they first saw it, they were like, okay, Um, (laughs) it's these little, they're small foldable tables at Walmart. And I'm sure they have them other places, but they're like very small. Do you have one? The computer is sitting on one right now. <laughs> yeah, like they're tiny <laughs> yeah. and they fold up yeah. into this like maybe yeah. I don't know I don't do measurements but like they fold up into a yes. small thing so it becomes even half of that and the legs fold in and so it's like smaller, significantly smaller than when it's folded up than a card table.
1: Yes, right. Yeah.
0: So it's almost like maybe the size of a TV tray when it's folded up, but then it's like twice that size. And the other thing is when my kids were little, we had one, and the legs. You, like they came out of the bottom, they extended because it it um, up uh, small. So I would just leave them short when my kids were little.
1: Yeah, no, that's no, that's such a, and that's kind of what I thought of in that space that we mm-hmm. did have the dining room table because anything that they don't need a lot of space when they're doing that stuff. Yeah. It's more about like one storing the
0: items and yeah. two, which uh, we need to declutter some I know too, but, um, well, and then it becomes like a a portable caddy is your container. If, if the place to do this is in this space, but you don't actually have the space for it to be set out all the time, then it's like, okay, well, we're going to pick our very, very favorites that deserve space in this smaller portable caddy and portable table. And that becomes, you know, yeah. And
1: I already have,
0: like some of the art stuff in a portable caddy
1: of, Yay. Course. of so, course you have portable caddies <laughs> of course i do yeah. but like, my husband jokes all the time like you have to have a bag for that right and i'm like yeah i do yeah i totally do i
0: totally
1: um do. yeah i do uh but so i think that is another good point of but we also we have this other container and this other container and that we could definitely pare down to cuz it's a large Portable container, everything down into there so that
0: we know it's just super easy to pick up, put back in the closet, not very far. And then it's it's a, it is a container. The portable container determines the amount of art supplies you can have, but then the designated specific space where that's going to live when it's not being used, that is a container too, right? Like if it, if that's in the closet, the closet is, is a container. So you have to have your coats. Okay. That, you know, that you need, you have to have coats in there, but then you also, you can't have more coats in boxes on the floor because you sure. have to have that space for that. So it's like viewing the closet as a container and saying, these are the things that we need to have that limits the number of coats that I can have. And that limits the amount of art supplies I can have. Cause I can't just stack art supplies through the whole entire closet. Cause I need room for my coat. So it's like, it's the thing that helps you go. The things that we really do use all the time. That's what has to have priority space. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, okay. that makes sense. Okay. Was there anything else you want to talk about that we didn't cover? I don't think so. Uh,
1: that was kind of my big. I mean, other. I I feel really pretty good about where we're headed and what we've, the progress I've made, and and things like that. So
0: I'm yeah, so excited for you. That sounds great. Thank so, uh, what do you love about being a kindred spirit?
1: Oh gosh, um, I think the best part, and I'm not on Facebook very much, and mm-hmm. honestly, the only time I really get on is to look at the Kindred Spirits group because one, it's just so encouraging. Everyone has such great ideas. And it's also that I can go back and I don't even sometimes have to post. I can just look at other people's posts and go, oh yeah, that's kind of applies to me. Or I mean, even just the other day, I just put on, hey, the the living room after being sick and all that is just crazy. I just need some accountability. Here's a before picture. I'm going to do one hour. And, uh, you know, it was so great because everyone's checking in like, good job. You can do it. It's, you know, and then even people were like, Hey, it's almost an hour. Where are you at? You know? And it was just that great. Like, and then I could post it and everyone's like, everyone also is like, Hey, it's better. It wasn't perfect. Yeah.
0: It's better. You did a great job. You know, yeah. and it, there's it, none of that fear that is a very reality based fear that people are going to be like, oh well, but what about that? Why didn't you get that? And why didn't you do? Because that? that's the rest of the world, right? Is you're yeah. like, look, I'm so excited, and they're like, oh, you should have done more. You know, and yeah. spirits are just like, woohoo, we get it. You have made a major win. And yeah. I think too, it's even that feeling of like I can post the
1: mm-hmm. state of my living room, yeah, on this page and not feel a shame, not feel like, and, and again, I don't really, I don't have, a, I don't care really about like the social stuff, but it's just so, it is so encouraging and it's so um, it's, it is helpful. It's just super helpful and, and people have been through it and they're, they know, and they have good strategies and
0: it just, is it's awesome. It's so awesome. That's great. Well, thank you so much for being on today. I appreciate oh, your you. time and your willingness to share with the world and also adjusting to my schedule as I had things. Oh, to yeah, no. It's, <laughs> thank you. Super easy. Yeah. Thank you. Then y'all love that conversation with her. I thought she was just fun to talk to and very normal situations that I think a lot of us here listening, me talking, we've been through very similar situations. And so sometimes just rethinking how you're viewing your space and routines and how those things are related to each other is very helpful. So um, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Don't forget, if you'd like to be a patron of the show, go to patreon.com slash a comes clean. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye.